Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And today's episode is going to be all about ADHD and the challenges that you face as an entrepreneur with ADHD, as well as some of the positives that come along with having ADHD and why it's actually kind of a good thing, at least for me. So yeah, so ADHD or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is a disorder that can manifest with a variety of traits and characteristics. And I'm not a human doctor. So, you know, I don't know all the things about it. And I was just recently diagnosed with it in the last couple of years. There's tons of ways to present with it. So I'm going to kind of share my story with it and how it's affected my business, both negatively and positively. Todd's going to share some of his stories of living with me <laughs> as a neurotypical person. And then we're going to talk about also how it, you know, really shapes some amazing CEOs and entrepreneurs. So Let's talk about the challenges that people with ADHD possess, because it can be challenging. It's a struggle sometimes to live with ADHD. We have a lot of difficulty with focusing and distractions will kind of totally lead us off course. We will have time management issues, like significant time management issues. We often struggle with how much time we think a task will take. And it's hard for us to prioritize. It's also hard for us to organize and plan things. Or you might actually find that we are extremely organized in weird ways to kind of like manage our lives <laughs> and get things done day to day that are a struggle for us. We can also find ourselves hyper focusing on unimportant stuff. So hyper focus is where like, don't disturb us. We are just in the zone and we can spend hours doing something. And if it's related to our business, then awesome. If it's not, then that's hours spent doing something completely irrelevant to your life and business. A lot of ADHD folks procrastinate and they avoid a lot of projects and tasks. There's also struggles with impulsivity. There's struggles with managing overwhelm and stress, and they often lead to burnout pretty quickly because everyday tasks are very overwhelming and stressful. ADHD folks struggle with handling details and boring administrative tasks. Todd's laughing at me because <laughs> that's me for sure. And we also struggle with managing multiple projects, which can be what a business owner has to do kind of all of the time. So those are just some of the challenges people face as entrepreneurs. I know with my ADHD, well, I'll just talk about kind of how it presents itself. I'm not hyperactive in my mind, maybe. <laughs> my hyperactivity is in my brain, like it's going a mile a minute constantly. And sometimes it's really hard to sort through that jumble up there to focus, figure out what I'm supposed to do and prioritize things. I often find myself switching between browser tabs and like having gone on my computer to do one specific task. And then later, I find myself planning on all the furniture I'm going to buy for our 
bathroom or something like that, you know, like I'll have something totally planned out. And it was like, oh, hours ago, I went on my computer to just answer this email or send this message. And here I am, hours and hours later, having completed a multitude of different tasks that had nothing to do with anything. I also often pick at my skin and I rub my fingers together. <laughs> I pick at my hair. I have sensory issues where if something on my body doesn't feel right, like clothing, I struggle with that. Sometimes I struggle with lights and sounds. It, that kind of like comes in waves that I can't figure out what the rhyme or reason to it is. And it's really hard for me to do anything that I don't want to do. <laughs> like the dishes or the laundry or picking up after myself. Like there's just always something in my brain that like stops me from doing these things until I cannot procrastinate anymore. And I don't understand how to describe it, but it'll be like this huge wind up process where I have to like psych myself up to do laundry. Whereas Todd's just like, oh, I have to do laundry and he just goes and does it. And like for me, it takes like days to psych myself up to do it. I mean, that's like executive dysfunction is what it's called when you can't really get tasks done. But I can definitely hyper focus on things that I like for hours and hours at a time. And luckily, a lot of that is the things I do in my business, not all of it, but a lot of them. So that's kind of how my ADHD shows itself. A lot of the ways that I built my business were to overcome some of these struggles that I have. And I didn't even realize that until lately. But I want to talked with Todd because he has a unique perspective on living with somebody <laughs> with ADHD because he does not have it. I'm like amazed all the time at how he accomplishes things. But his brain's also very different from mine. So what are your thoughts on living with someone with ADHD? <laughs> yeah, I have lots of those. When you were talking about getting spun up to do some of these tasks, my first thing was, do you think that that's like part of the perfectionist in you that you don't want to start because you don't don't have to worry about it being perfect? Or is that not at all part of this? No, I don't think it's perfection. It's more like the order of operations. I, I think we've talked about this before where I get anxiety from doing the task. You know, like I'm fine. Well, I'm not always fine. Sometimes I like feel a lot of guilt and shame when I really want to get something done and it's not happening and I'm kind of in like paralysis mode. But I get a lot of anxiety from doing the tasks and like the order of operations and stuff like that. And I don't get as much anxiety from avoiding it, which is weird. <laughs> oh, and I'm the completely And you're, opposite. yeah, if you, yeah, you'll have anxiety if it's not done. And then doing it like relieves that anxiety for you. Whereas I'm like the opposite where like avoiding it allows me to kind of like rest. And then the anxiety comes from actually doing it for whatever right. reason. Hence the multiple doom piles and doom cart. <laughs> Yes, lots of doom piles and doom carts because it's always like in my mind, I'm always like, I'll do that later. I also have to like optimize the timing of everything, but then my brain doesn't even allow me to do that or like conceptualize what the optimum time would be because it would be just to do it right then. But later always sounds better to my brain. Yeah. And I'm the complete opposite. Like I'm looking at your desk right now and it's like covered in all kinds of things and <laughs> use sticky notes and just all kinds of stuff. Oh, garbage, but all th kinds of things. Yeah. There's no way that I could start a work day with it like that. So <laughs> it would be priority number one, just to tidy it up mm -hmm. before I could get any work done. Whereas it's the complete opposite for you. You'll jump into work and then just put off 
tidying despite not having one square inch of usable space until you like <laughs> shove other stuff out of the way yeah you guys my desk is such a mess but i don't even see it sometimes that's the other thing with people with adhd is like i don't even notice that mess really i mean i guess maybe on like a subconscious level it probably adds to the chaos in my brain but yeah i don't know i'm just i'm looking at it right now and it's just like i can just completely ignore it whereas yeah. i know you you wake up every day and you have your routine and you tidy up everything and your office is tidy like everything's tidy and i'm just a hurricane <laughs> yeah and when i first started doing like admin and like helping you run kind of your businesses on the back end like one of the thoughts was we got to get megan's office clean and got a cleaner desk but moving things or touching megan's doom piles doom desk whatever you want to call it is not a good idea i found <laughs> so that's one of i guess the lessons learned of living with someone with adhd is like i have to let her do her own thing despite her doing things completely opposite to how i would do it i just know that it's not worth it she has her process i have my process and we've kind of like come to an unspoken agreement that that's like we're gonna operate separately on the day-to-day -day type things and the little things. Yeah, it's like, even though my desk looks like a total disaster, I kind of still know where things are. So if you tidy up my stuff, then I'm like, where is this? Where is that? You know, <laughs> like you put away my shoes all the time and I'm constantly like, where are my shoes? <laughs> and I mean, they're in like the closet where all the shoes go. But for some reason, like I'll look in there and I won't see them. Or I don't know, my mom's always told me I'm a bad looker, which again, I think is ADHD because I just don't like my brain just filters things out and I just don't see things sometimes or I just don't see them the way other people see them. And two clarification points. A bad looker means she's bad at looking for things or finding things. Oh, yeah. And then the other clarification is, so we've said the doom cart. So if you're new to the podcast, I think Megan saw it somewhere on social media, but basically it's a cart that instead of putting a pile on the floor of things, she has a cart that I can wheel around and like put stuff on. And so that's one of our agreements is that I can tidy up and like clean up some of her stuff, but it can only, I can't put things away. I just put it on the doom cart, which mm -hmm. is just this rolly cart that has multiple shelves and a basket that I can put little things, big things and all kinds of Megan's things that need a place that don't need to be out, but mm -hmm. they go on the doom cart. Yeah. And I love my doom cart and it's helped me from having doom piles everywhere to just the doom cart. <laughs> and Todd's like, are you ever going to put the things away that are on the doom cart? And it's like, probably not because I use them frequently. So I just use them over and over. So they just, you know, I use them in my life and then they go back on the doom cart because another part of having ADHD is if I don't see something I completely forget it exists and that's true for a lot of my clothes jewelry just all kinds of things like I have to be able to visually see it or I just completely forget it exists like I have tabs all open on my computer because if I close it I'll forget what I was doing like it makes life a mess but I've just learned that if I put things away I end up rebuying that thing or organizing my clothes is really difficult. So I don't like to have many clothes because again, I just forget they exist and I just end up wearing the same few things over and over again. So yeah, there's a lot of weird quirks <laughs> to having ADHD. And now I know why I've always felt struggles when I tried to like normalize myself or kind of like 
like when me and me and Todd moved in together, I remember trying to kind of mold myself to you and your routine. And I just freaked out about it one day. Do you remember that? Vaguely. When I was like, I just can't do things the way you do. And I like didn't really understand why or how, but like now it makes sense to me just because yeah, I have ADHD and like I just have to do things a certain way and I can't put my stuff away and <laughs> so many things. But I want to talk about how ADHD is ultimately a superpower for CEOs and entrepreneurs and how me and Todd end up working really well together because of our different strengths and our different weaknesses. So people with ADHD make great CEOs and great entrepreneurs, as long as they figure out some like tips and tricks for managing like their procrastination and time management issues and stuff. And a lot of my success is because Todd has taken over some things for me on the back end that were a total mess in my business. But a lot of CEOs have ADHD, like Howard Schultz with Starbucks has ADHD. There's a whole other list that I don't have up right now, but there's a lot of perks to having it. So for one, you end up being kind of a creative, well, you are a creative person, you're an innovator, and you think outside the box. So it's always been hard for me to conform to society and what they expect from me because it's just always it just makes my life more difficult so we're naturally kind of like problem solvers and thinking outside the box innovating and coming to creative solutions or coming up with really cool business ideas and strategies so that is 100% what a CEO role has to be they have to think outside the box they have to create innovative solutions and stuff like that they also are able to hyperfocus on important tasks. So, you know, I can hyperfocus on redecorating my bathroom, but I can also hyperfocus on creating content for my courses and programs or like a whole host of other things like slide decks, workbooks, just the things that I really enjoy doing in my business. I mean, I could sit down and get things done at an incredible pace and just love every minute of it because of my hyperfocus abilities. And we're also can be very adaptable. I mean, we've kind of had to be throughout our lives to adapt to a lot of society standards and stuff like that. But we're also able to recognize patterns that other people aren't able to recognize. And so it's really valuable to be able to have that adaptability and recognition because we're able to navigate changes in business, you know, like instead of panicking, we can pivot and again, use that kind of thinking outside the box to do some really cool things in our business, you know, like there's so many things that change all the time, social media algorithms change, the pandemic changed things. I mean, we have to be able to adapt. And ADHD folks are often very adaptable. CEOs that embrace risk taking are often rewarded and ADHD individuals can often take big risks. I mean, I have definitely impulsively thrown myself at risky stuff, figuring it out on a day by day basis. And I think that's one of the things that has been so valuable to me as a business owner is that when I want to do something, I go after it. We also typically have a lot of energy and enthusiasm for the things that we're passionate about, which can help fuel our drive to kind of build our businesses as well as the ability to see the big picture. And that's really huge. Understanding the big picture, making connections between ideas, concepts, strategies, and this big picture is huge. And that's also one of the things that I think has made me such a great entrepreneur and now 
CEO of my business, our business, because I am able to see the big picture. Now, Todd's role is as COO, so chief operating officer. And so he's not as great at seeing this big picture and going after all these crazy ideas. I mean, I'm the visionary, right? I'm the one that jumps into things. I take the risks. I figure things out. And he's behind the scenes doing all the work that I suck at. <laughs> like the organizing, the back end systems, the details that I forgot, just all the stuff like explain your role and how your brain's better suited for that. And like my brain's better suited for this CEO role. Yeah. So you being like the CEO, that's definitely like the big picture, kind of the vision where we're going, new projects, things of that nature. For me on the COO role, it's more of a day-to-day, like how do we operate? Again, all the small little things, emails, contracts, processes, spreadsheets, all this good <laughs> stuff that's on the very small, minute level because my brain likes the details and likes to make sure everything's thorough and like has a process. But big picture stuff, I I get lost in the weeds very often and too quickly. So that's why we work together uh, very well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the visionary. I'm the big picture. I'm the motor kind of behind like the driving force. I have all these ideas. I'm passionate. I have a high intensity. I mean, these are all things that kind of go along with me having ADHD. And that's what makes me great. The fact that I forget to send emails or kind of do things to 90% and forget some details and I forget to send contracts. I mean, there's a whole host of things that I just completely ignore (laughs) or forget or just don't want to do and swear up and down I'm going to do them later. Or start and then don't finish. I don't know. When I started taking over and like getting into your emails, I don't know how many email drafts were there oh, yeah. that were like completed did you just never hit send yeah or how many shopping carts online do you have filled out but <laughs> just never hit purchase yeah oh god hundreds probably oh and then my canva account i have like tons of things i created in there that are completely disorganized and <laughs> like no rhyme or reason to them like things that are finished that i could post but i haven't yeah there's just like tons of that stuff where I probably hyper-focused on it and did all this stuff. And then I'm like, "Eh, I don't know what to do with these. I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to forget they exist, you know? So for listeners that have it, have ADHD, what recommendations do you have as a business owner to like be able to propel yourself forward and like kind of get over it or to like work within the confines of that when you don't have someone to do the small little detailed work like you have? Do you have recommendations for folks? Oh, oh, yeah. And a lot of the members of like the Elopement Photographer Mastermind do have ADHD. And I think that's why they've struggled because they don't know how to prioritize. They're putting off certain things like there's just a whole host of reasons. And there's a lot of guilt and shame that goes into having ADHD, too, because people might be like, well, why can't you just get this done? Are you lazy? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, we've kind of lived with that stuff our whole lives. For one, it is releasing that guilt and shame. And realizing that, you know, your brain functions differently than neurotypical brains and our society has kind of been created for neurotypical folks. And I got straight A's in school and all that kind of stuff. 
but there's a lot of ADHD folks who did poorly in school and they just have kind of like a lot to get over or heal from when it comes to that kind of stuff. So realizing that there's nothing wrong with you and actually ADHD can be like a superpower and really propel you into some amazing things in the future. I tell them like one of the biggest things for me is creating, you know, false urgency and like kind of false deadlines. So whether that is scheduling a Zoom call with a friend or a client so that you can get things done ahead of time. I mean, that's how I get all my location planning done for elopements. They schedule Zooms for me to go over it. So then I spend the few hours beforehand finishing up their timeline and locations and stuff. Otherwise, it would just sit on my to-do list forever. So creating urgency and deadlines because we often work better under pressure and if there's a deadline to it. You can even go on a coffee date with some friends or go to a brewery, like make it fun. Even if you really need to get some stuff done, like get work done in a hotel. Like that's where I get so much work done is in hotels because you have to like check out the next day. So it's kind of like a deadline that you have to do. Also outsourcing things. Like if you just literally cannot figure out a way to get something done and you're just dreading it and it's something that's going to move your business forward, pay the money to get it done. Don't kid yourself that you're finally going to become a blog writer or whatever it is, you know, like there's tons of virtual assistants out there that charge anywhere from like 20 to $30 an hour that can help you with some of this administrative stuff. Also, like spending a day to finally create some automations in your workflows could be super helpful. And yeah, play to your strengths. Instead of wishing you were different or that you could do things different. Like your strengths need to be your priority, not your weaknesses. Like outsource some things, charge enough so that you can't outsource these things and step into like that true CEO role that your brain is going to love instead of doing a lot of the administrative stuff. A lot of it is figuring out what works for you as well, like trial and error type stuff to see like, oh, yeah, I can finally get this done now without intense anxiety or like this huge wind up period because of XYZ. So kind of like fiddling around with things that seem totally weird to other people like Todd. Todd, he was telling me before the podcast, he was like, literally everything you do, like I would not do it that way. (laughs) He does not understand my doom cart. But I remember when I posted a photo of it and explained it on social media, dozens of people were like, oh, my God, this is genius because they understand the struggle, you know. And I also feel like finding people with ADHD, I mean, so many people are getting diagnosed now or have some of the symptoms or whatever, you know, like I feel like so many people have it, finding a support group and figuring out what works for them, what hasn't worked for them, trying out those things. And then just seeing it as a positive, I think is huge. And realizing like, I always kind of felt like something was different about me or wrong about me. My friends in high school used to say I was like Phoebe from Friends because I was ditzy. Because I had trouble focusing sometimes and I've had other comments over the years. And then I've also been like, you know, I love being around people, but it also exhausts me. Like I have all these weird like dichotomies to myself and I've just always felt like an odd duck. And now I feel like I understand why I felt that way and I feel more empowered and I'm kind of embracing it more and not using it as a crutch 
You know, I think that's huge. Like, it's one thing to be like, I have ADHD, and I'm going to figure this out. And I'm going to play to my strengths and all that stuff. But it's another thing to be like, I have ADHD, and I'm just going to sit here in paralysis mode, and not accomplish anything. There's ways to get around it, mainly by pursuing things that you really, really love. I think that's the huge part of getting around ADHD because you'll the things that you love to do, you will freaking do them. And then one of the things that I should bring up that really helped me too is anxiety medication. Because <laughs> another thing about ADHD is that it creates a lot of anxiety. I mean, you have anxiety over everything that you do, essentially. And in high school, I remember having pretty intense anxiety. And even I started smoking as a way to kind of self-medicate and drinking and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of ways you can self-medicate anxiety that aren't the best. So I kind of had a bad, I don't want to call it a bad brain day. It was more like bad brain weeks when Todd left to do the JMT, the John Muir Trail. He was like hiking for like three weeks and there's no way to contact him. And I was just by myself in Albuquerque with the dogs and I had to feed myself and... <laughs> do all the chores and I was just alone and I was having to work and I just went into like paralysis mode for like a week straight and it was awful. So I ended up reaching out and getting on some anxiety medications and that totally changed my life too. Like I don't know where I would be if I hadn't done that and I'm not here to like push meds on anybody but just to kind of normalize that aspect of it, that that was really helpful. That was just a complete life changer for me. We are both doctors, but we're not medical professionals. We're not prescribing anything. We're not diagnosing anything. I just wanted to share some of my story with this, share some of Todd's story, and also kind of like bring out some of the positives for ADHD. Because again, there's a lot of guilt and shame I don't want people thinking they can't run a successful business because of it, because it will be your superpower at some point. And I know everyone's jealous that they don't all have Todd's at home. <laughs> I hear that all the time. I wish I had a Todd. I wish you guys had a Todd too. So there's people out there that enjoy doing little tasks that we don't enjoy. So definitely think about outsourcing that stuff so you can step into that CEO role that your brain wants to be in and will be happiest in. Thanks so much for joining us on this week's episode, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.